We want to give thanks to the Lord for His goodness towards all of us, especially this morning as every one of you is celebrating Father's Day. We want to give thanks to the Lord for all of our fathers. Praise the Lord. We want to thank the Lord for them. Praise God. And we want to remember the good examples and the role models that they have been. And we want to thank the Lord for them. Praise the Lord. Amen. So I want all the all those who are here, if your parents are here, or your parents are back home, or wherever your parents are, you want to acknowledge them. I want all those children to stand. Please stand. If your dads are here, or you are back home, or wherever they are, kindly stand before the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. And guess what we're going to do? What are we going to do? Huh? How many of you are proud of your parents? That's much proud. You can go all the way up here, but you, mind you, I didn't even come to fathers. I just said parents. So I thought I was giving you guys a little bit more leverage there. You know? Praise the Lord. We thank the Lord for all of our fathers. Praise the Lord. My dad is resting with the Lord with my heavenly father, and I remember him, and I give thanks to the Lord for my dad. Praise the Lord. I want to read out something that a friend of mine sent out to me, and after reading this, we want to pray for all of our fathers. One who loves till her eyes close is a mother. One who loves without an expression in the eyes is a father. How many of you guys can acknowledge that? Mother introduces you to the world. Father introduces the world to you. Mother gives you life. Father gives you living. Mother makes sure you are not starving. Father makes sure you know the value of starving. Mother personifies care. Father personifies responsibility. Mother Protects you from a fall. Father teaches you to get up from a fall. Mother teaches you walking. Father teaches you walk of life. Mother teaches from our own experience. Father teaches you to learn from your own experience. Mother reflects ideology. Father reflects reality. And finally, mother's love is known to you since birth. Father's love is known when you become a father. Amen. Amen. So one of my friends this morning sent it to me and I just wanted to share with you. Uh, if your dads are here, I want all you guys, all you girls to look into your father's eyes. I want you to make eye contact. Now, we need a little cooperation with the fathers, too. They can't make no eye contact unless you adjust yourself a little bit. So they can look into your eyes, if you're here, to look into your eyes and say, I love you, Dad. All right. One, two, three. Love you. Amen. 
All right. Now you guys can sit. We want all the dads to rise. We'll pray for you. All the fathers. Thank you, Jesus. I want the children and the mothers to join together in this prayer as we pray together. Father, we thank you for the privilege of fatherhood. We thank you, Father, for godly fathers that you have given us, who have influenced us, who have impacted our lives, who have gone before us, showing the paths of righteousness, introducing God and godly values to each and every one of us. We commit all the fathers who are here or anywhere they are, Father. We pray that God's grace may abound upon them. That they will continue to be fathers of excellence. That they will continue to live up to the callings of a heavenly father. We pray that every one of our fathers, we pray that they will emulate our heavenly father. We pray that the divine traits, the divine nature, the divine character of a heavenly father will be emulated and will be exhibited through all of our fathers. We pray that every one of us will be armed with compassion, armed with determination, armed with tenacity, armed with responsibility. We'll have the keen sight, the foresight, the insight to be the leaders, to be the kings, to be the prophets, and to be the priest of their homes, O oh, Father. And we pray that all of fathers will be a blessing as they are, Father. We bless them in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Give them a big hand. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. We are delighted. And so we want to look into God's word. How many of you know what, you were, what we were talking about? Anybody know what we were talking about? Ah, oh, we were talking about what? Yeah, we were talking about Mother's Way, but today is the Father's Day. So we're going to do what? Huh? All right, we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to start with a father who is acknowledged. All right. We're going to read the same words, Exodus, not Exodus, Hebrews 11, 23 to 26, and then I will give one more verse. Go ahead, read it, please. By faith, Moses' parents hid him. Amen. Thank you. We are talking about a mother's way 
And we are talking about a, a, a parent, parents, who exercise their faith. Okay. We shared a lot of things. We want to move in a, a, we want to continue with what we were talking about. And for that, I'm going to read one more verse, Exodus 3, 6. That's good. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father. Okay. Father, we are grateful to you this morning. We pray that you will speak into our lives. Speak life. And we pray, O oh God, that our faith will be lifted up. To Christ be the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we were talking about the parents of Moses. How by faith they did great things. Okay? And we talked about the definition of faith. We talked about the design of faith. We talked about the demand of faith. And we want to move forward into the dualism of faith. But before we touch that, we want to talk, we want to pause a moment... And we want to continue with the theme that we said about importation of faith. Importing our faith into next generation. We talked about how Moses' parents were effective in importing their faith into their son. That's what we talked about. And we said that in his life and in his ministry... You see that faith is reflected much, much more in a greater magnitude than their parents, than his parents. And we said that each generation has the potential to go further than their parents did. For the parents have the ability to transmit faith values and lift them up into a new arena, into a new plateau, and from there move forward in life. And for that example, we said one thing. We said that Moses' parents saw what God saw, and Moses saw that God, that God who is invisible. Now, let's move on. We want to go a little further here. Today's Father's Day. I want to touch something about it, and then we will, we will move forward. It is very interesting to see that God is introducing himself to Moses. And when God is introducing himself to Moses in the wilderness, this is what God says, I am the God of your father. Praise God. I am the God of your father. Now, listen. Who was Moses' father? Well, we know his name is Amram. Okay. What else do we know about him? What else do we know about him? Tell me what you know about him. Come on. What do you know about him? Anybody? Huh? Not much. Not much. 
Well, in the Bible, there is another fellow, another person, that God introduces to his son as I am the God of your father. Do you know who that is? Anybody? Nobody? Huh? Jacob? Hmm. Who else? Isaac? Who else? Hmm. Go home and check it out. Okay, now listen to this. God introduces himself to Moses as I am the God of your father. Now, Moses' father was not a celebrity, was it? No, he was not a celebrity. Okay. You think Pharaoh knew Moses' father? What do you think? You think Pharaoh knew Moses' father? No. Chances are slim. No, I don't think so. I don't think Pharaoh knew Moses' father. You know? Because Moses' father was shrouded in obscurity. Pharaoh had no clue who Moses' father was. Do you think the taskmasters knew Moses' father? What do you think? Hmm? They would probably know him as what? As what? Slave. Out of the millions of slaves, hundreds and thousands of slaves, another slave. A faceless man. A faceless man. Nobody knows. Now, there were four men who were over the children of Israel who were slaves. Do you think the four men knew Moses' father? Unimportant. Nobody really cared who he was. Praise God. Amen. Nobody knew. If nobody knew Moses' father, how in the world does the God of universe makes a reference to Moses about his father? Why would the God of the universe, the creator God, the sustainer God, the God who is all in all, how come he makes reference to in a conversation with Moses, how come he makes a reference to Moses' father? If it was Abraham, we know it. He's what? He's a friend of God. He's the father of faith. All right, good. If it is Isaac, we know it. The man who surrendered himself on the altar. If it is Jacob, we know it. He wrestled with God. But what about Moses' father? Forgot to make a reference of him. What do you think? What do you think? What makes you and I known in the realms of God? Do you think God knows you? And do you think if God knows you, He will make a reference of you? Hey, God knowing us is what? It's one thing. Making a reference of you, making a point of reference 
to you, about you, to your children is quite something else. For the God of universe to tell your children that I am the God of your father will take something, boy. You got to touch the heart of God for God to make a reference of you. Praise God. God knows everybody. He knows my name. He knows who I am. He knows my social security number. He knows the tears of my eyes. He knows my D-O-B. And he knows my D-O-D. He knows everything. But that's not what we are talking about. We are talking about God making a reference about you to someone. And for that to happen, you have to touch the heart of God. Praise God. And how is it that we can touch the heart of God? Praise God. We talked about the demand of faith. What is the demand of faith? The demand of faith is he who comes to God should believe that he is and he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Praise God. So this person who is faceless, who is shrouded in obscurity, who is not known, he's not a celebrity, he did something that touched the heart of God, that God uses his name as a point of reference, telling to Moses, I am the God of your father. What do you think he did? What do you think he did? Huh? What do you think he did? Praise God. Hallelujah. Some of, some of us have great mission to life as God has purposed. Some of us have missions that have been ordained by God. And the world would look at us based on the magnitude or how huge our task is. And would acknowledge us or they would not acknowledge us. But God acknowledges us based on what has been entrusted to us. And he's asking, would you be faithful in what has been entrusted to you? What was entrusted to Amram? Praise God. Moses was entrusted to Amram. Praise God. Moses was entrusted to Jacob. I want to challenge every parent in the house, every father, every mother, that your children have been entrusted to you with a purpose, with a design, with a plan, with a divine program. They have been given into your hands for 15 years, for 18 years, for the time to mold them to make them, to instill within them, to import within them faith values so that they can also touch the heart of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Show to your generation how you have touched the heart of God so that they can also touch the heart of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. God is saying, 
I am the God of your father. Praise God. I believe, and I can be bold to say this, that Amram served God faithfully. Praise God. What was entrusted to him? It was not only Moses, it was Aaron, and it was Miriam. Every one of them were found in the realms of God, touching the heart of God. Praise God. That God saw it fit in a conversation with Moses as he was getting ready to task him to take the greatest task that was known to man then. Praise God. He says, I am the God of your father. Praise God. Mm. Serve God when? Serve God in slavery. Serve God when? Serve God in the hardships of life. Serve God when? When carrying burden on their back. Serve God when? When they were sweating tears and blood all together. They were not sitting in cozy, comfortable AC suites serving God. They were out, out there. They were bearing burdens and they were sweating. But they were living out their faith. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, God's timings are so perfect. Every word that God utters is timely in nature. We say a lot of things that we don't mean. We say a lot of things which is out of place. That's us. But when God utters a word in a time, in a season, it is an apt word. It's an appropriate word. Do you know when God tells Moses, I am the God of your father? Not when he was in the palace. Not when he was riding high. Not when he was Prince Moses. Not when he was known celebrity. But when he was broken. When he had become nobody. When he had become just a wanderer in the wilderness going after sheep. God comes to him in that state of wilderness. And he tells him, I am the God of your father. The father who served me faithfully in the, in the fields as a slave. I am his God. Moses could relate it very well now. If he was, when, he was, when he was flying high, if God were to tell him that, I don't know how much he could relate. Praise God. But now facing the heat of the wilderness... The scorching heat and the sun of the desert. He hears God speaking to him in a light that shines in the wilderness saying, I am the God of your father. Do you know when effective importation of faith has taken place. How do you know when an effective importation of faith has taken place? Praise 
when your children starts responding to faith, when your children start walking in faith, when your children start walking in that footstep that you have walked in faithfully before God, that's when you know that the importation has been successful. Praise God. Uh-huh. Quite often, we cannot comprehend the enormity of the reward system of God. Quite often, we cannot comprehend the vastness of the reward system of God. We can't. It's beyond us. Praise God. When, when, gener- when one generation serves God faithfully and touches the heart of God through faith, praise God, God will reward that generation. But the reward, the compensation, and the faithfulness of God is so huge and vast. That God fills that person who has been faithful with his goodness, with his faithfulness, with his compensation. He fills them and he fills them and he fills them and it overflows into next generation. To the point you can say, Lord, you are a dwelling place from one generation to another. Your faithfulness, it rolls, it flows into the next generation. You know why? Praise God. You and I, praise God, is not not able to contain or take on all of the perks that comes from the faithfulness of God. Praise God that God sees it fit for it to flow into the next, into the next into the next, into the next generations. Praise God. Hallelujah. Ah, if that is, if we were to get a glimpse of it, if we were to get a preview of it, you know, we would conduct ourselves differently. We will walk ourselves in a different way. Our walks will change. Our talks will change. Our behavior will change. Our conducts will change. Our dealings will change. Our giving will change. Everything about us will change because now we realize, praise God, God's faithfulness is It trickles, nay, it flows. No, it overflows into the next generation. Amram and Jacob were faithful. Hallelujah. God pulls up their kid and entrusts him with a great project. Praise God. Hallelujah. Devige anigrahate. Deviga Krube, Palapur Namaka Alakuan Satyamala, and the Aram, and the Vyap. 
ശക്തി എത്ര വലുതെന്ന് നമുക്ക് മനസ്സിലാക്കുവാൻ കഴിയുകയില്ല വിശ്വസ്തനായി വിശ്വാസത്തോടെ വിശ്വസ്തനായ ദൈവത്തിന് വേണ്ടി വിശ്വസ്തതയോടെ നാം നിൽക്കുമ്പോൾ ഒരാഴ്സുകാലം മുഴുവനും വിശ്വസ്തതയോടെ നാം സേവിക്കുമ്പോൾ നന്മയുടെ ഉറവിടമായവൻ സകല അനുഗ്രഹങ്ങളുടെയും ഉറവിടമായവൻ പ്രതിഫലത്തിന്റെ ദൈവം നിന്നെ അനുഗ്രഹിച്ച നിന്നെ ദൈവ കൃപ കൊണ്ട് നിറച്ച സകല നന്മ കൊണ്ടും നിറയ്ക്കും തോറും നിന്നിൽ ഒതുക്കി കഴിയാതെ വണ്ണം അടുത്ത ജീവിതത്തിൽ ജീവനും കൊണ്ട് ഒതുങ്ങി നിൽക്കുന്നതല്ല ദൈവിക വിശ്വസ്തത ലോകം വിട്ടു കടന്നു പോയും പോകുമ്പോഴും അടുത്ത തലമുറയിലേക്ക് ദൈവ കൃപ ദൈവിക വിശ്വസ്തത ഒഴുകിക്കൊണ്ടേ ഇരിക്കുകയാണ് അത് മനസ്സിലാക്കുമ്പോഴാണ് ദൈവ സന്നിധിൽ വിശ്വാസത്തോടെ വിശ്വസ്തതയോടെ ജീവിക്കണം എന്നുള്ള സത്യം മനസ്സിലാക്കുന്നത് just because you and i are not called to be a moses does not mean that you and i don't have a role in the realms of god praise god moses led the people of god the bible says one day the amalekites came and attacked the children of god moses went up into the mountain joshua was sent out into the valley to wage a battle against the amalekites as the battle was going on the bible says when the hands of moses remained up they won the battle when his hands grew heavy his hands came down they lost the battle they realized how important how strategic was the hands going up let me tell you you can't you can't explain everything in the realms of faith i want to tell you when hands are lifted up when prayers are made the battle is won in the wilderness maybe you don't see the battle that your children are going through maybe you don't see the conflict that they are going through in the valley in the wilderness but as a father as a mother as a leader as a pastor as an elder when you keep your hands up lifted up to the lord in prayer in intercession that is a battle that is won the bible says his hands grew tired and two came to his aids aaron and hur aaron and hur came they made him to sit on a stone and they kept his hands up throughout the day now i want you to come with me the next morning the battle was won the next morning this is what the reports came the wilderness voice reported this the desert tribunal reported this 
Praise God. The Sinai Times reported this. They had the picture of the lifted hands of Moses. And a big caption says, Moses' raised hand and Joshua in the valley brings great victory to the children of Israel. There was much celebration. There was a great festivity. Everybody talked about the courage of Moses. Everybody talked about the courage of Joshua. Nobody talked about Aaron and her. Nobody. Praise God. The spotlight was on Moses. And perhaps Aaron got a little glimpse of it too because he was the blood brother. Praise God. But who was her? Her was somebody from another tribe. He was from Judah. He was not linked. He also did his share, but nobody noticed that. But God. But God. And I want to tell you this morning, God takes notice of you. Praise God. God takes notice of you. Praise God. Maybe you are in the support ministry. Maybe you are in the support service. Praise God. Maybe you are not in the limelight. Maybe you're just giving your hand. Maybe you're just giving your shoulder. Maybe you're just giving your time. Maybe you're just giving your energy. And nobody has noticed you. You have been fading away with time. But I want to tell you, God does. God does. Praise God. Before the time of Moses was over, God told Moses, Moses, praise God, I have called Bezalel by name. Praise God. And I have poured into him an excellent spirit. I have given him my spirit. He has that special ability of craftsmanship, a special skill, and a special intelligence. I have called Basalil by name. Praise God. You want to understand the reward system of God. Praise God. And when God tells Moses, there was no ambiguity about it. There was no doubt about it. Which Bezalel? There might be perhaps hundreds, perhaps thousand Bezaleels, but God does not make mistakes. Nor does he have amnesia. Neither does he forget. He tells Moses, Moses, Bezalel, I have called him by his name. Bezalel, son of Uri, son of Hur, I have poured my spirit upon him. Everybody forgot Hur. Hur was not mention who did not make the papers who did not make the news who was not on the seven o'clock news but who was in my memory and in my faithfulness I'm gonna pour out my abundance if the grandfather could only lift the hands I'm gonna make sure that the grandson will be involved in my work to such an intricate detail that it would require me to down Lord, my spirit upon him. Praise God. Oh, 
What do you think about your God? What do you think about your God? I ask, what do you think about your God? Praise God. How often we forget. We think that he's like us. But he's not like us. He writes it down. He jots it down. And he doesn't pull it out prematurely. It's time. When it's time. When the timing of God is perfect. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh God. Why didn't you do that for her? After all, her was the one who lifted up the hands. God will say, it's not time yet. It's not time yet. In my purpose, in my plan, in my design, there is a time. And I will remember you, her. Fathers, 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 fathers. Hallelujah. Don't give up the good work. Don't give up the good work. Praise God. Hallelujah. Press on. Press on. Press on. When the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Praise God. It's not the toughness of a hide, but it is the grace of God. It is the strength of God that is released upon us to accomplish everything that God wants. I am the God of your father. Question. Do you think, do you think dads, moms, do you think God will introduce himself as our God to our children? And if he would, what would it take from us? Would we become people who touch the heart of God through faith? In every seasons, bleak seasons, scarcity, hardship, praise God. In every seasons, if we are faithful to serve God, to walk on His ways, to walk in His ways, God who is a rewarder, praise God, will not forget what you have done. All eyes closed, praise God. Oh, Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. All eyes close. Praise, 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 my Father. Oh, thank you. Thank you, my Father. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Ah, thank you, Father. Folks, want to just, you don't want to simply hear the word and walk out of this place. Let me ask you, how would you respond? Does heaven know me? Does heaven know you? Yes, heaven knows us as his children. That's not what I'm asking. Does heaven know you as one who touches the heart of God through faith and through faithful service? Praise God. This Father's Day, would you pray to the Father of the Spirits? Praise God. Would you pray to the Heavenly Father? Lord, me as a Father, let me be known to my Heavenly Father. That Heavenly Father will be able to use me 
to use my name, to use my life, to use my ministry as a point of reference when he's talking to our generations. Long past after we have gone, may you and I leave a legacy that we served God faithfully in our times. May heaven record it, despite of your role, despite of what has been entrusted to you, the greater the role or the smaller the role, you can touch the heart of God with what God has entrusted you with. Who would say, Lord, here I am. I commit my life to you for a faithful tenure to serve my God. Are you that father? Are you that mother? If you are, come lift your hands with me as I lift my hands with you, asking God to pour his grace upon me, upon you, upon us, that we may serve him faithfully and that God in turn will testify of our faithful service. My Father, we lift up your name as we lift up our hands. Lord, we pray this morning that we will become fathers and mothers and parents who will touch the heart of God through faith and through faithful service. That God will remember us and visit our generations and that God will have a point of reference in you and in me. Lord, help us to be faithful. Help us to realize that you are a rewarder them that diligently seek him. Help us to understand that you would as much as you would want to download your grace and your glory and your reward and your compensation upon our lives. You are too big. Your programs are too big. Your designs are too big for us to take it all at one time. So your faithfulness flows into our generation. Lord, you have been our dwelling place from one generation to another. Your faithfulness flows into generations, Father. We yield our life to you this morning. As we depart, may your spirit continue to strive with us. Minister to us. In Jesus' name we pray.